This is the Healthcare Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. No industry, including sick care, can be fixed from inside. Instead, they've responded to external stimuli. For every one hour that they spend on patient care, the thing that got them interested in medicine to begin with, they're spending up to two hours on EHR data entry. We're seeing a lot of great things, particularly around the ability to predict things that clinicians and consumers care about. Inhale, exhale. Time for your healthy dose. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. The AEC world doesn't live an isolated life. It never has. But more than ever, with advancements in collaborative technology and innovative design, AEC professionals are seeing a revitalized convergence with other industries. This includes healthcare, and between November 10th and 13th in Phoenix, Arizona, more than 3,200 industry professionals came together for the Healthcare Design Expo and Conference, the leading event for the latest and greatest in the worlds of design and well-being. Leading up to the show, we sat down with Jason Perrett, Healthcare Market Manager for Claris, for another episode of Glasses in Session. Perrette gave us some insight on what Claris is bringing to the show this year, but more importantly, he laid out what he thinks the biggest or most important trends in healthcare design are, and how they'd be represented at the show. With an opening keynote digging into the aesthetics of joy and how simple additions of color in hospitals can transform patient care, as well as a closing keynote on the future of patient engagement, it felt like the most impactful trends were also the most simple in focus. Perrette breaks down how, even with advancements in technology and creativity and design, the vision should never stray too far from the physician or patient that's working or recovering in the space. All right, Jason, welcome back to Glasses in Session. How are you doing today? Doing well, Daniel. Thanks for uh, asking, and honestly, thanks for having me back on the podcast. I know, I know. The last episode we said... You know, we got to get you back on soon. Um, didn't expect soon to be immediately next week, but, you know, I'm not complaining. It's great chatting with you. Exactly. Hey, I'm happy to be on it. And certainly I think that we have some exciting stuff coming up. So I uh, would love to kind of talk with you a little bit about that. Absolutely. So last week we talked about healthcare design in general and some trends that you're seeing, why you feel it's important to be keeping it in mind, you know, in 2018 and, and, uh, why the growth is happening now and hasn't before and where there are still some challenges and things to be met. But now we're going to be looking at a specific event and seeing how this event reflects a lot of those same trends, and that is the Healthcare Design Conference, which is happening in Phoenix, November 10th through 13th. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing you're very excited about it, considering it is basically the event for what you've dedicated your career to. Yeah, we are uh, here at Claris. We're, we're really excited about being at the conference. Um, we're exhibiting there, and um, you know, I think that a conference like healthcare design is is really important because it allows for designers to come in and, and really gain valuable information uh, relative to the latest healthcare design products and, and trends. So, um, outside of just getting the opportunity to to interface with Claris. Uh, there's a lot of great educational content that they'll get to sit through and, and sessions that are specific to design and healthcare. Um, and, and so it, it looks to be, you know, a really educational and certainly a, a pretty good time. Yeah. Well, I just love that there is a show 
that really showcases this intersection of healthcare and design. So I think before we dig into the trends, I'd like to get your take on why this show is so important to the design community and why is it important to have a show that is focused on this, uh, this convergence of the AEC industry and the healthcare industry? Yeah, so that's a really good question. Um, I think the best way to answer that is, is, is by saying that um, when, when you look at the conference itself and the way that they've structured the educational content, um, there's basically going to be more than 100 educational sessions that designers can attend. So when you think through that, you think about that's a lot of educational sessions condensed into a, a small time frame because there's just so much great content and, and so many things happening within the, in, within the industry um, that, that are there to be covered. So I think it's, I think it's really important to, to firstly uh, allow for designers to get hands-on with, with products, uh, and, and, you know, new things that are happening in healthcare. But then it's also important to, to give them the opportunity to collaborate with each other. So these designers are going to have come from, from, you know, architecture and design firms. Some of them are going to work in, in the furniture dealership space. And then others of them are going to be directly on staff uh, at a healthcare organization. And so for, for those guys across different sectors of the industry to be able to get together through networking events and, and you know, in the sessions to be able to collaborate with each other. I think really that's where we see uh, the most progressive uh, trends in healthcare design. They, they come out of events like this. Yeah. Well, it's so important to have those authentic conversations and really foster a, a meeting of the minds for these two industries um, and, you know, really encourage people to not only see the value in exploring business in this convergence, but exploring how can they innovate and how can they do something game-changing in healthcare design. Exactly. Well, and, and what I'll also say is that, um, you know, what's important in a setting like this is, is really to be able to share those ideas like we were talking about, but also to be able to understand what other people have done before that, that have worked. So I think that there's, there's a lot of sharing of, of case studies and, and new research that's come out. Um, those things are pretty important. Um, there's a lot of different educational tracks for, for people to kind of go down and, and determine, you know, are they building a new behavioral health facility? If that's the case, then, you know, maybe they've never done that before. And so if they haven't, how can they learn from people who have in, in order to kind of not necessarily start from square one, but, but to have a leg up and, and obviously, you know, influence the way that their organization is going to get into that space, um, you know, keeping with the trends, obviously, that are, that are on the cutting edge. But at the same time, too, doing something that uh, is going to last uh, for, you know, the years to come. Yeah, absolutely. So I was digging through the schedule for the show, and I saw that the opening keynote speaker is going to be Ingrid Lee, who's the designer and founder of The Aesthetics of Joy, which it feels like such a simple concept, but something that I think is so important in hospital design, especially. Um, are you excited about hearing from Ingrid? And w what about the aesthetics of joy do you think really represents sort of where healthcare design is going today, especially based on some of the conversations we had last week? Yeah, so uh, I'm definitely excited about that. I think that, um, you know, you may remember from our conversation last week that um, we had a discussion about the effect that positive 
environments with a lot of natural light and, and just great aesthetics uh, can have on, on patient outcomes. And so I think that, you know, the, the focus in healthcare should be, and, and I think we're seeing it's continuing to be, how can we improve patient outcomes and, and how can a, a positive environment, something that is, is, is warm and inviting, uh, something that is, is upbeat uh, and, and full of, of, you know, the, the right light, how can that positively affect uh, the way that a patient receives care? Um, and, and how can that affect, uh, you know, the way that they're treated? Um, and so I'm really excited about how just a, a simple concept like that uh, can really affect uh, the future of healthcare design. So I'm excited to hear what happens there. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, I was flipping through Ingrid's website, The Aesthetics of Joy, and she has a whole article on this Danish hospital that heals with color. And so she visited Copenhagen and uh, saw this hospital that basically the designer's intention was to make each room pop with different colors and really make it feel like a... uh, like like a beautiful experience and something that was was very simple you know it's not crazy designs but matte colored walls and the sink heads have different colors and and it was just a a really simple way to communicate joy in that space and it really got me thinking about how uniform a lot of institutions seem to be and how there's just this uh, sort of unspoken rule that institutions, whether it's a hospital or maybe a government building or something that is supposed to serve a function is very bland, often very khaki, brown, gray. You know, there, there isn't a lot of joy in color or joy in the aesthetics. Uh, and so it's, it's interesting to see that we're going to have a speaker at the conference that is all focused on this specifically, because I think something as simple as representing colors in the room where you are recovering from a traumatic injury or, you know, recovering from a surgery. I mean, little things like that are a reminder that there is happiness outside of this room. You know, there, there is, this isn't the end of the road. You know, it's, it's little subliminal hints like that that can be communicated in such simple ways. Well, and, and you know a little bit about us here at Claris, Daniel, and, and what I would say to that is, is certainly um, that's something that we believe wholeheartedly. So, you know, one of the missions that, that we have at, at Claris is to bring not only the best glass collaboration surfaces mm-hmm. uh, into different settings, but you know one of the key differentiators for Claris is, is our ability to be able to customize the products that we bring into those institutions in a way that makes the most sense for them. And so um, you know a highlight for us as we work with healthcare institutions is designing things that are interesting and fun. So, you know, we, we have done some patient communication boards and rooms for children hospitals that have, uh, you know, zebras and, and elephants on them, and they're done in, in multiple different colors. Or, you know, we've done uh, the, the Go Mobiles um, that, you know, wind, wind up in, in playrooms and, and are brought into patient rooms that have got coloring book pages on them and, and activities for kids to be able to play with. So uh, when we talk about, you know, bringing fun and, and bringing joy in, into a healthcare space, that's something that Claris wholeheartedly believes in. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is fantastic to see that, that y'all have that same mentality ingrained into the products that you create. Um, and this sort of leads me into the closing keynote speaker too, which 
I think hits on some very interesting topics as well, and I'm interested to get your take on what you think she's going to be talking about. But uh, her, her name is Susan B. Frampton, and she's the president of Plantry International. But the title of her closing keynote is called The Brave New World of Patient Engagement. And I wanted to get your take on what you think that brave new world is. What about the last few years of healthcare design and trends in healthcare design have really focused on patient engagement specifically? And how do you think that's affecting the industry? Yeah. So, you know, patient engagement um, up until this point um, has has really been uh, very uh, scientific, um, and and so. As, as doctors um, talk to patients, uh, I think that there has, has been uh, a, a much less human uh, approach to, to medicine and the way that, that patients communicate with um, physicians. And, and so I think that what healthcare organizations are starting to find is that um, better communication is key, uh, more clear communication, uh, and, and certainly more human communication. Um, so I think, you know, the, the brave new world uh, of patient engagement um, is, is a couple of things. The, the first thing I think is um, consistent communication and, and the ability to communicate information um, even when the physician is not in the room. Mm-hmm. So things like improve, uh, you know, patient communication boards where they can see all of the, you know, care notes and things that they need um, without a physician actually having to be there. Uh, is one thing. And then the other thing is obviously continued, you know, communication, even post uh, treatment. So, you know, as that individual leaves and kind of goes back into their their normal life, um, you know, they're, they're no longer technically a, a patient in the sense that they're at the facility. But how can doctors and, and you know, clinicians continue to keep up with that patient uh, outside of regularly scheduled appointments? to ensure that that person knows that uh, the, the healthcare organization that they spend time with cares about them, that, that they're more concerned about their treatment than they are about their dollars. Uh, and so I think that we'll start to see uh, an emergence of continued communication uh, from healthcare organizations uh, after a, a patient is discharged. And that's so important to me, seeing that communication is the forefront of, of patient engagement. I mean, it makes sense to having literal physical spaces that encourage easier communication between patients and physicians, but also technological ways that keep patients more informed and focusing on the humanity of what a hospital is supposed to deliver, um, I think is definitely a step in the right direction. And definitely exciting to see that this is going to be a focus at healthcare design conference. Absolutely. I think that one of the things that we're seeing in the industry um, is, is, is a correlation between uh, the hospitality industry and, and the healthcare industry. So I think that there are a lot of individuals in the space that are kind of drawing parallels between the two. And, uh, as an avid traveler, I'm always really impressed by the fact that if I go and I stay with a hotel uh, before I get there, days before, they're offering me the opportunity to check in in advance and, and make sure that I have everything that I need before I arrive there. Right. And, and then, you know, while I'm at that hotel, they're they're continuing to make sure that my experience is is the one that I that I'd hope to have. And then, obviously, after I, I leave, staying, you know, with that with that hotel, 
they then communicate with me afterwards, uh, whether it's through a survey or, or maybe it's a quick text message or something like that, just to make sure I found everything the way that I wanted it to. And, and they want me to give my feedback on that experience. And so, um, you know, I've always been impressed by the fact that uh, if I'm going to go and I'm going to spend a few hundred dollars on a hotel room that, you know, they're willing to kind of spend that type of, of time uh, making sure it's right for me. And, and so, you know, if I'm going to spend several thousand or tens of thousands of dollars on a medical procedure, uh, my expectation, at least as a patient, would be that I would receive that same level of engagement. And so uh, it's pretty exciting times. I think that, you know, there's a lot on the horizon uh, for healthcare to, uh, you know, spend more time in engaging with, with patients and families. Yeah, absolutely. Which is very exciting. So I think to wrap things up, I'd just like to get your take on what you are looking forward to the most at Healthcare Design Conference. And how do you think, you know, the things that you're excited for represent some of the biggest trends that are flowing through healthcare design at the moment? So that could be an exhibition that you're really excited to see, a product that Claris is debuting Um it could be just a company that you're excited to connect with, but whatever it is, how do you think that it's representative and reflective of some of the biggest trends in healthcare design today? Yeah, so um, I'm really excited to see a couple of the sessions. One of them in particular is, is one that, that'll be happening, uh, measuring performance in, in patient room design. So uh, a study of, of strategies um, and, and outcomes. Um, so it, it's interesting to me that, you know, kind of, um, I guess, in line with what we've been talking about, that the design of the space that a patient spends time is has the ability to influence the, the, the positive outcome of that patient. So I'm really kind of excited to see what kind of case study data they present there and, and what type of designs they were utilizing. Um, you know, what I'm also really excited about, quite honestly, I, I mean, even more than some of the sessions, is, is the opportunity to engage with uh, the designers. So there, there's a ton of, of networking opportunities and, and you know, kind of events uh, post trade show um, that that give us the opportunity to kind of be face to face and really just kind of collaborate with some of the greatest minds in, in healthcare design and, and some of the people that, uh, you know, really need to kind of see our product. Um, and then the last thing, so it's kind of a top three list, if you will. Um, the, the last thing I would say is, is we're, we're really excited just to be a part of, of the exhibit. So Claris is going to be there, um, booth 1711. And, and what we are doing um, is, is bringing uh, a wall. And, and as we kind of have that wall in the booth, uh, designers will actually get the opportunity to engage with our product in a very natural way. So we're bringing out our transition board product that allows for you to be able to switch out inserts, whether it's because you want the content behind the board to change, or maybe you want it in a different language, depending on the patient that's in the room. They'll be able to, to switch out inserts and to draw on that board and see what that really feels like. We're also bringing out uh, some of our float boards uh, that would normally go in a patient room in, in a bunch of fun and exciting colors so that people can ride on those and feel those and, and kind of see and imagine what that would look like in a space. And then we're also gonna bring out our Go Mobile product so that people can see how versatile that product really is. So we're gonna have one of the coloring book pages on one side that would be you know, potentially for a pediatric space where they could play with that. And then we're also gonna show what a scheduling board might look like in a nurse's station because we've gotten a lot of requests where people want the scheduling board uh, you know, on a, on a nurse floor to actually be mobile. So I'm um, super excited just to kind of bring the products out 
and to have designers engage with those products, get feedback from them about, you know, where they might see that in some of their future projects and then get some of their ideas for how we can improve those things moving forward. Right. And I mean, what a perfect way to source changes or to come up with great new ideas is to literally just promote authentic use of your products. And I think that's where this healthcare design conference is really going to come in handy is I, I think bringing all these great minds together and letting them interact with each other and each other's products is, is going to encourage some really authentic innovation. And it isn't a competition, you know, it isn't who's doing it the best. It's really letting the minds come together and let everyone push forward for for the latest trends and the latest progressions in healthcare design. Absolutely. And don't think that we won't have a little Clara style fun. So uh, I, th- I think we've probably told you guys about this before, but um, when we go and we do events, we actually bring a, a, a caricature artist out, but we call them caricature. Amazing. And, and so at our booth, we bring somebody out to be able to sketch a, a caricature of someone on a piece of glass that they get to take home with them. So they're going to have a little piece of Claris. They're going to have a little piece of healthcare design come home with them to remember the event and, and us as a company. Well, I definitely need a caricature ASAP. So <laughs> let's make that happen. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely. We'll see what we can do. Okay. So good. All right. Well, Jason, thanks again for coming on the podcast. I enjoyed chatting with you and I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts after the show and um, really give us an update on what some of the newest things that you saw there and get your thoughts more on those opening and closing keynotes because I'm, I'm really interested to see how they reflect uh, you know, where everyone's head is at in healthcare design. So again, thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, Daniel, it's a pleasure as always. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you everyone for listening to today's episode. And if you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.